This is Brad Nell's What's News, where we give you the news you didn't know you needed to know. I'm Nels Nelson, co-host of Brad Nell's What's News, and welcome to episode 27. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Brad Sonnenberg, and we have an extra guest today as well from the Groundhog Month podcast, Ethan Williams. Yes, that's a Brad and Ethan podcast. Check it out. It's a good one. Today, we bring you some pretty good, interesting, fun stories like an Amber Alert for Chucky, uh, growing your own steaks, bomb making classes that have gone wrong, the third in line president to be president, the third in line to be president as my son interrupts, how he has some pretty good acting chops, and Ted Cruz tweets, but he probably shouldn't. So this is episode 27 of Brad Nell's What's News, and I'm sticking with it, even though my son interrupted. Because it's not a Brad Nell's What's News without one of my children interrupting. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Let's do this. Episode 27 of Brad Nell's What's News. I believe I don't have Brad joining me. I have his sidekick on a brand new podcast, Ethan Williams. Ethan, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. You threw me off for a second. I was like, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> That's got to be Ethan, but it might <laughs> could not be, be Brad. Could be Brad, the sneaky little weasel. Um, so Ned Ryerson, the listeners of our, our high quality news podcast, they may recognize the name Ned Ryerson. And uh, why don't you tell our audience what yourself, Brad, and myself were just doing before we started recording this. Plug your new show. We were, we were recording an episode of possibly the best podcast of all time, ever so slightly above what's news. But what's news is like just ever so slightly above what's news itself. So they're kind of tied <laughs> for like number one best podcast on the internet right now. We go over the philosophical intricacies of the movie Groundhog Month, Groundhog Day every day for 30 days. Without fail, we skipped like two or three days, but that actually did not happen in case in case you are coming to, to check on the validity of our contract. We have fulfilled all of our duties, but we have been recording this podcast for about 21 days now, 22 days. Uh, and it's it's a sadistic mess of self torture, which ultimately <laughs> teach us how to better appreciate life and art. Which basically is about twenty two days longer than I thought you would actually do. <laughs> it's twenty two days longer than I was planning to be on the uh, show. I I absolutely love the fact that you said it's the greatest podcast. Is that because we just recorded the greatest podcast and i was a guest on it or yeah you were a guest on there so, so like that boosted the status up so this is like, like this the level. peak of the show and now your last week yeah. is just downhill easy peasy oh yeah It'll, it's, it's all been downhill <laughs> of her being honest this all was right. like a spike so, so i'm like the bottom then and it's just uphill trudging for the next week or so <laughs> and and slogging through it no it is a great show i uh it is called groundhog month official unofficial sponsor what the heck we haven't done one of those in a while so congratulations on that Thank check you. it out wherever you get podcasts i know it's on all platforms i've looked so far so cool you figured out how to do that it took brad nell's a whole year to get on apple because <laughs> i had the wrong size of picture anyway thanks apple, apple why can't why can't why can't you be like the rest um and of course our host decided our co-host my co-host decided to join ethan and i Brad Sonnenberg, how the hell are you? Uh, you don't even know. Listen, listen, all right? I guess we just talked like 10 minutes ago, but listen. I am stoked like right ago. now. I just, you guys were there when I unboxed it, but right next to me, I have my very own sequin Nicolas Cage uh, pillow. Mini fridge. That came in the mail. Well, no, my <laughs> mini fridge, unfortunately, has been put out of commission and hasn't been Wait a far. minute. Brad and Nels and Ethan and Nicolas Cage all on a podcast episode? <laughs> what, what is this? How Crossover amazing. It's crazy. But seriously, seriously, for those of you who uh, can't understand 
why this is what it is and why I paid so much money for it, which was eight dollars. Um, it is a one of those sequin pillows that is red, but when you flip the sequins over, it is actually a very, very lusty Nicholas Cage, <laughs> kind of flaring his nostrils and looking at you in all of his his cages caginess. Um, I'd say it's been pretty good. I'm good. I'm good. I mean. Really, I'm sort of in a place at my life where I'm just kind of on cruise, cruise control right now, praying for the February to end. This has been one of my least favorite months. Wait, um, is that just because it's Black History Month, Brad? That, is that why you don't like this month? No, I... You, I, you I thought you, you could sneak that past me. It has very, very little... Actually, I would go as far as say nothing to do with it being Black History Month, but it may have something to do with watching Groundhog Day every day for a month. <laughs> what kind of idea is that? That's so stupid. Why would who who was the genius behind that idea? Yeah, Brad. I wonder who was the genius. Okay, so let okay. me let before, me get this straight. His name starts with a B, ends with Rad. Before we adjust, before we before we answer that question, do you mean genius as in like an actual genius? Or are you using sarcasm? Well, I I'm gonna say evil genius because they all think they're doing something right. But he would be so. But the world just like, goes bomb them, blow them up, get rid of them. Are you suggesting that the person that would come up with this idea would have to be incredibly intelligent? Yes. All me, all me, completely my idea. Actually, Ethan uh, uh, had nothing to do. He keeps trying to claim that he was he was behind all this. One hundred percent, my vision. Really, really, he should be thanking me that I brought him on board. Something is revolutionary. That's a lie. I hate this. Make it stop. <laughs> well, you're almost there. You've, you've gotten this far. You guys might as well do the last weekish. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's when you get to. A, well, people people will say like, "Oh, you're it's it'll take you farther to walk back to the beginning than it'll take you to get to the end." But I I would like to I would like you to picture a mountain, and I'm I'm closer to the top of Everest, but I believe jumping off the mountain and just kind of free falling would get me to some sort of peace much faster than a climb to the top and then all the way back down to the bottom. So do with that what you will. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'll, I'll say this about climbing Mount Everest. Getting to the top is only half the journey. You have to get off the mountain. That's the other half. And usually it's the hardest half is getting down. Um, I'm great. So anybody listening to this, yes, check out Groundhog Month. Find the episode. I don't know. They'll somewhere mention 20-ish, 20-something. Guest, guest coming on, Nels Nelson. Listen to that one first. And then go to episode 27 of Brad knows what's news and it'll be like you were with us this evening the whole time we were recording so I'll just I'll just say that I think that'd be a neat little thing and I'll also plug my other podcast that's doing quite well right now our top five whether you like it or not we just did top five worst pickup lines because all pickup lines are the worst and uh, yeah a, a history making episode we awarded one point to a guy and you'll have to listen to see it and it wasn't me so uh yeah anything else we want to segue into before we go to the news or you know ethan's doing great brad you're doing great i'm doing great my kids haven't busted in here or started wrestlemania 400 outside so should we do the news i i will say i have thought about this very long and very hard (laughs) we should do the news hey ethan obviously you don't have stories but i expect i don't Keep I'm going on his best behavior. I'll lend my my thoughts here and there. I'm just I I got to say I've been listening to your guys' podcast for a while. And though you have news in the title, I noticed that you failed to cover any of the stories of election fraud or Jewish space lasers or anything of the sort. And I'm starting to question <laughs> your credibility <laughs> as journalists. Hey, hey, we're not Fox or CNN. <laughs> so change the dial i'm sure they got podcasts uh <laughs> you know you know you never know i will say this this is a rare tuesday recording for me i was done work early enough to do one on tuesday we normally do them on monday we we're scheduled to do one last monday but brad and i are both staunch observers of president's day so we just couldn't you know we had to abstain do you know why it's called president's day Gentlemen, wasn't abraham know. lincoln like shot <laughs> yes he was brad that's not news that's fact um, i mean like wasn't he shot on that day so they're like well sucks to suck i guess it's president's day, day in honor in honor of the first president of the united states which was oh Barack george, george george yes george, george clooney george, 
George Clooney, the first president, his vice president was Nick Cage, and Brad is in heaven. Ethan so. accidentally called Jeff Bezos George Bezos the other day. So perhaps it's Jeff Bezos' evil twin, George Bezos, who is the first president. But I, I finally checked that up last week. I was like, why is it called President's Day? Not that I really care, because it's family day here in Alberta. Uh, we're Canadian. We don't have presidents. We just have emperors. Um, and... Yeah, so that's why, because in honor of the first, so they'll call it President's Day now, or some places call it George Washington Day. I will say, what a great time to be an Albertan. I mean, besides the lack of like any economic stability and like, leadership from our elected members, we may be, yeah. we may, we may have a jobs run by a giant gummy bear. But if you look beyond that, great time to be an Albertan. It's so nice outside, dude. It's like after the cold snap, it's so warm. The Oilers are a top five team in the league right now. The Flames are horrible. The Flames are garbage. So I guess it's not good for they Auburn, did beat, but... They did beat the Maple Leafs the other night. So that's kind of, uh, no, I can't ever cheer for the Flames. Yeah, that one's, that one's <laughs> tough for me. I, I the, the thing that's really funny, my mom does not watch hockey. She was like, a, she was a huge fan back like in the day. Cause like my grandparents had like seasons tickets or whatever. I've told a couple Oilers stories on uh, Yeg Sports um, about her uh, unofficial like, official sponsor. Unofficial We're talking sports. Official. Check out Yeg Sports for all your sports sponsor. takes. Mm, great show. Um, don't listen to my Super Bowl predictions. Uh, that was yes. I, listen to it. I don't Mr. stand by any of those. Those did not exactly pan out. Um, well, everything I said about the Buccaneers and how they would win 100% came true, unfortunately. But that's not the point. My mom does not watch hockey anymore. It is really funny how much the hate for the Calgary Flames transcends time. As I was like watching the game the other day and the Flames did some dirty crap and I just shouted about it. My mom was like, what's up? And I was like, I just hate Calgary um, and I hate their fans. They're so annoying. And my mom, who's like a very lovely person and has not watched hockey in like 25 years, goes, that's because everyone who's a Calgary Flames fan has a really tiny penis and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a direct quote? That's a direct. Well, I think she might have used the word "dick." I'm not positive. <laughs> it just caught me off guard. I I need to write a part in my audio drama for your mom to voice. She I, sounds like my kind of mom. It just completely caught me off guard. Like, anyway, uh, it's a good time to live in Alberta. Like, it's it's nice out. And I mean, besides all the horrible stuff we just listed, I'm happy. Hey, hey, hey. Let's hey, do hey. it. Let's do this news. It's the news. Let's. I Let's just want to it. inject pure news right into news. I, all my it's all called... my exposed veiny veins. Just I want <laughs> a large syringe. <laughs> oh my goodness, Mister Divisible by Five is rubbing off on you and horrible, horrible consequence of you two being friends. <laughs> but hey. I love you both. And you too, Ethan. I'm oh, not leaving you here. You. Okay, so Ethan, you're the guest. You get you're the guest commentator and, and uh opiner. So you get to pick who you want to hear a news story from first. Alright. I wanna hear the headline just the t- just the headline of each of your first stories and then I will decide based on that who I think has the most right. interesting first story. Oh your you want okay, Brad, you got your headline ready? Uh, no, I gotta pull up the article. I have a, I, I, I saved. You're losing points for being slow. I don't have them up yet. I've been. See, Ethan, he does this, so I read mine first, and he can find one that's better. Well, I just double checked. No, I had them. I, I wrote them down here on a note on my. Phone. Told you he's a weasel. weasel I'm not weasel. a weasel. All right, like just for that, I'm giving favorite, it to Nell. That's one of my least favorite no, 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 W we'll, animals. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it legit. The contest. We'll let him pick. Article. You better get it together, Brad. Though that has nothing to do with growing your own human steaks meal kit. That is technically can not cannibalism, makers say. But hey, if he's got one better than you know growing your own human steaks, that is not technically cannibalism. Uh, I I dare him to bring up the headline. Yeah, Brad. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna? How are you gonna beat human steaks? Uh, I will. I okay. I can't do my article that I was going to do now. It's not gonna. It's not gonna live up to it. Um. So you're forefooting. You, no, I'm not forefooting. Shut up. Forefooting. How many legs do you have? I'm not forefoot. I have a good. I have a good news story. <laughs> you only have oh. one leg, Brad. I, 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 I. Speak. Speaking of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, shout out to our super fan, uh, Matthew, down in Tampa Bay. We are going to get him on. Maybe next episode, we'll see if I can get him to come on and talk about Florida men because he is a Florida man. 
I think that'd be a special bonus episode to have. It is it is very funny that immediately following my episode fanboying about Antonio Brown, Mr. Big Chest, one of my favorite athletes, he did immediately become a Super Bowl champion. So I don't know what you want to do with that. Um, it is it is really, really funny to me how hated the Chiefs are for having Tyree Kill when Antonio Brown is literally on trial for uh, sexual assault, rape, attempted attempt like uh, aggravated assault, throwing furniture out of a balcony at a toddler, plus farting Piranha on that doctor, th- like threatening to kill a restaurant manager because he thought a fish head was a death threat. Like I don't I, forget that he farted on that doctor too. Uh, he farted yeah. on the doctor. How how can we forget that? I want to forget it all, but how can we forget that? All right, Brad, you better hurry up. I'm growing I impatient. Find something good. You come on my show and disrespect me like this For with sure. your lack of preparedness. <laughs> yes. Oh, and shout out to Superfan Matt. He um, also reminds me constantly that Tampa Bay won the Stanley Cup in Edmonton in October or September. I don't know. I try to block that out. But I appreciate Matt, that if you're happy. listening, we appreciate it. Send me a message if you're available in the next week or two to do a bonus episode. I'll appreciate that. I'll get back to you. Okay, you have five seconds, Brad. One, two, three, four. Okay, okay, okay. I have it. I have okay. it. I have it. I have it. I have okay. it. I have it. I have the it. headline. I have it. Doesn't sound like you have it. To well, me. I do. I do. I just don't. Are you, if you're, are you ready? I'm ready yes. to hear it. Are you ready for the article? You think, Brad? Think of Ethan like this. He's our executive producer, and you're pitching the top story to him, and you're just. Dinking around. Well, like a weasel. You gotta make him get fired, Brad. I'm going to cancel your show and okay, replace the original, you. The original one I was going to do that I decided was not spicy enough. And that one <laughs> speaking of steaks. It was not it was not spicy enough. Um involved the uh entire Taliban cell accidentally blowing themselves up during a bomb making <laughs> class. But um now I think I'm gonna hit you with uh uh, uh oh, four men get giant mouth ulcers after eating 30 kilograms of oranges at airport <laughs> to avoid paying extra baggage fee that sounds very interesting however I'm and all their ulcers they got yeah i'm gonna have to go with with the human stakes i think i'm very intrigued by that okay uh, uh, or, stop, stop how about uh, six, or or six. or ethan ethan do you want to hear texas accidentally issues amber alert for cursed chucky dog <laughs> Six. Oh no! Honestly, six. How about this? Six. Uh, six arrested after changing Hollywood sign to Holly Boob. <laughs> I thought it would be like Harley, Holly Hard On, like Holly Hollywood, Holly Boob. Yeah, they're getting there. I think I think I'll let Nels go first, and then you guys can continue. Because I want to get to these stories. Honestly, I just want to get in. All right, we're running out of time because he. Ethan is the tight ship captain. He wants this run like clockwork, like German trains or Swiss chains or something. And here's Brad being a weasel. I'm not being a weasel. I was just, I really wanted to make sure that Ethan really does not want to pick my story, Hitler's toilet seat looted by U.S. soldiers during World War II up for auction. I just... Uh, you're, you're, you're just too much sometimes, but hey... The saying, you are what you eat, may soon become a lot more literal. A do-it-yourself meal kit for growing steaks made from human cells was recently nominated for Design of the Year by London-based Design Museum. Named the Our Boros Steak after the circular symbol of a snake eating itself tail first, the hypothetical kit would come with everything one needs to use their own cells to grow miniature human steaks. (laughs) People think that eating oneself is cannibalism, which technically this is not, Grace Knight, one of the designers told Design Magazine. I think they're supposed to be designed, but they're being woke. Before you go running for your wallet, no, this isn't the product. This isn't a product available to buy. It was created by scientist Andrew Pelling, artist Orkan Tellen, and Knight, an industrial designer on commission by the Philadelphia Museum of Art for an exhibit last year. Growing yourself ensures that you and your loved ones always know the origin of your food, how it has been raised, and that its cells were actually acquired ethically and consensually. Because, you know, not enough people are asking actual cows, right? Like, can we chop you up and eat you? 
we need you to sign here, please, Moo Cow. Um, the project was made a cri- that was my own. That wasn't part of the article, by the way. Uh, the project was made as a critique of the lab-grown meat industry, which the designers told Dizine magazine is not actually as animal-friendly as one might expect. Lab-grown meat relies on fetal bovine serum for animal cell cultures. Though some companies have claimed to have found alternatives, FBS is made from calf fetus blood after pregnant cows are slaughtered. Lab-grown meat has not yet been approved for human consumption, though some products could hit store shelves in the next few years. As the lab-grown meat industry is developing rapidly, it is important to develop designs that expose some of this of its underlying constraints in order to see beyond the hype. So, long and short of it, grow your own <laughs> human steaks from your own body cells because you can consent Honestly, to, it, to eat yourself. very interesting, though, because you could have, like, a never-ending supply of, like, human steaks, steaks that you could just, like, uh, take, like, a blood sample or something or, like, spit in a cup and then just, like, put it in the machine and boop, 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 you got your human steak. Is it just me, or does so, this kind of make you think of, like, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the food machine? <laughs> or, better, maybe this is sort of what's going on with the uh, the fatties on a ship in Wally, like, the whole... Like, yes, <laughs> they're floating on those floating Or just the steak factory. Floating loungers. Or or think about Hannibal Lecter. In, Man, he would love <laughs> In that. his jail cell. I ate myself with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> You know, I think he's probably one of the silent partners in this investment. This is like the, the ethical cannibal project. Can I, can I set a situation for you, Ethan, and you, Brad? Okay. You two are going to move in together. Last I heard, in the uni- going to university or college next next year, this this year and whatever this year, whenever. Is that still out, if he ever does? Well, let's say you do. All right. So Brad, he he wants to impress his best bud, and he's like, "I made sna- steak tonight." You ready? Yeah. Oh, man, this is the greatest steak I ever ate, Brad. How, where'd you get it from? Costco? Walmart? Where? No, from my ass. <laughs> um, Ethan, Ethan, you don't got you don't got to turn it into a steak for me to enjoy that, okay? <laughs> so, so Ethan, you just finished this great steak, and you find out it's from a cell from his butt. That would be... Um, I mean, I don't know how I feel, but it depends Brad's on how ass. good of a steak it is. <laughs> You just ate Brad's ass. Maybe I could look past it. Maybe I would have to get... I mean... I got to further... Sorry to interrupt, but for those who... You can't see it. Here it says, Brad Nell's What's News host, Ned Ryerson's connected, and shit-ass McGee, which is Brad. So he's giving you a shit-ass steak. You know, he's being being completely honest that his opinions are awful. (laughs) Right out of the gate. I will say, Ethan... (laughs) Does seem to have an affinity for eating stuff that has had something to do with my my body. Is this dude literally ate a pierogi out of my mouth? Like that's not how it happened. See, this is the problem. I this is what the media does to the news stories. They they spin them and they skew them to make them seem like I ate a pierogi out of his mouth when I did not do that. Okay, how did did it happen? This is what CNN and this is what Fox they both do. They say, "Oh, Ethan ate a pierogi," but I didn't. Okay. What's the real story then? Because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. You spit your pierogi back onto your plate, and I thought it was my plate. And I ate the pierogi. Yes, I did. No, what happened was, what happened was, I had a pierogi (laughs) in my mouth, um, but I wasn't feeling real well. So I I didn't, some of it ended up back, and I had taken too much sour cream because Jack's dad was really insistent that I needed more. And I had a whole bunch, and you still had your pierogies. Um, so you decided to just go for my sour cream without realizing that a chunk of pierogi that had been in my mouth was resting on my plate. And you had, in your greed and lust for pierogi, consumed pierogi that I had chewed up and spat out back onto my plate due to my stomach not responding. I'm pretty sure oh, I remember it being a whole pierogi, actually. Let me let me get this straight, Brad. You weren't feeling well. You spit out a pierogi. He ate it. This is how coronavirus gets spread, <laughs> people. This is, this is how pandemics break out. Like, I know you guys are friends and that, but come on, Brad. You should have spit you it in the garbage. spit it you in the garbage. You can try to eat it off my plate. I, it was on my plate. 
That's why I ate it. And, no, literally. Yeah, and it does. You you make it sound like Brad. You're you're sensualizing this. You're making it sound like he like held <laughs> you down on the ground, ripped like open your mouth, baby and bird stuck style. his mouth in your mouth, and, <laughs> and ate it like feed me, daddy. <laughs> and you like puked it into his mouth. Like, are you bird, Brad? Are, I said you're a weasel. I'm not baby bird. Man, you might be just. A, <laughs> You're just a bird. You're just a oh, mama bird. Say, Congratulations. Ethan does have a weird thing for being peed on. Um, not, that is not well, true at all. That's that's a few. That's like 10, 11 episodes back. If you want to hear it, Brad. That's the episode after Brad's funeral. Um, his uh, eulogy episode. My Brad death will let you know. Unfortunately, a little, little, little uh, uh, poetic in their use of language and. I, I thought it was a well. Oh, it was. I just well, mean in terms well of done. in terms of their accuracy to my living state, um, being okay. as we all we only report the actual news here. And you said do an episode tribute to me because I'll probably die. Well, my request was actually that you guys would do a duet of Tears in Heaven, which Reggie read the lyrics but did not sing. So I do still feel because he doesn't know the song. Uncultured. He's got a DJ name like Mr. Divisible by Five, and he doesn't know Tears in Heaven. That's lame. Anyway, Brad, what's your net? Your first okay. Well, thing? I listed off like twenty, so I don't know if any of those are speaking to Ethan. I was really trying to get that. We can't remember them. first slot, but I'm gonna go with um, this one. Honestly, I don't need to get too much in the article. It's just really funny. Um, so the Taliban, which is apparently still around, doing Taliban things, uh, they decided that like you know we got we gotta make some more bombs. So that's kind of their thing, right? So. They decide to have a bomb-making class, um, and uh, it, this was in uh, Afghanistan. Um, the the blast happened uh, Saturday morning at a mosque in the village of of, of some a bunch of Arabic words. Um, there's uh there was like at least thirty killed, but there was six like uh, foreign nationals there, and so of course it is sort of a sad story when you think about the loss of life, but also at the same time the idea of um, these guys accidentally blowing themselves up uh, while learning to blow people up. Well, see, it, the problem was they should have done the class over Zoom. If they had it done that, <laughs> there'd be less fatalities. If they yeah. did social distancing, yeah, clearly, clearly they're not social distancing. <laughs> well, I mean, exactly. now they are, but well, yeah, they've got seventy virgins between each of them. Yeah, and I, I also just want to throw in there. This is not me trying to get an extra story in, but just because that one's so short. Um, this other little one that's less of a story and more of just a fact that I think is really interesting. Um, the man third in line of presidential succession has been in five Batman movies. Who Who, who is it? George Clooney. <laughs> it is not George Clooney. He has he only made it in one. His performance is none of good. For as many foes as this superhero fends off, Batman has a formidable team. You know, all the people. But one of the Cape Crusaders' most fervent supporters lies, not in a comic book, but in the U.S. Senate. And he's known the bat for more than 80 years. Senator Patrick Leahy, a Democrat from Vermont and the longest serving member of the current Senate, is a Batman aficionado who's turned his fandom and to fill, uh, fill, to fill, to fill, to fill and fill anthropy. He's even used the comics to forward his legislative agenda. It's philanthropy. philanthropy. Now, President <laughs> Pro Temple of the Senate, Leahy is third in line in the presidential line of succession. It was unlikely he'll ever have to serve as president. His high-profile position shines a brighter light on his colorful resume, which includes multiple appearances in the Batman films. Uh, Clearly, he hasn't seen Olympus. They went through like 16 <laughs> people in line to be president. Eventually, I like to think that Morgan Freeman is actually in the real life line of presidential succession, and he'll get there one day. Uh, he was elected to the Senate, blah, 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 uh, uh, in 1994 and until the mid 90s. Uh, his affinity for Batman didn't have much to do with his duties on Capitol Hill. That changed in 1996 when Lee, he. Lahi Lee, I don't know how to pronounce his name, collaborated with DC Comics to create Batman, Death of Innocence, The Horror of Landmines, a graphic novel warning of the dangers of landmines. Maybe the Taliban guys could have used that. Anyways, Lee has long advocated to end the use of landmines, as he told the thing. His first foray into screen acting, something he does strictly when Batman is involved, came in 1995 when he appeared in the critically uh, reviled 
Batman Forever. Uh, the same year, he voiced a character create, billed as Territorial Governor in Batman the Animated Series. Since then, he's appeared in nearly as many Batman films as the Cape can crew himself. He usually appears as a scowling politician. He even met an explosive end as the curiously named Senator Purrington in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, a movie that Ethan has claimed as the best DC movie. I retract that statement. I retracted that like two years ago. But you still had the opinion. His most cameo, and you will recognize him from this, was when he confronts Heath Ledger's Joker and famously tells the villain he's not intimidated by thugs. The Joker, uh, uh, that's that when he, he gets him with the knife. Remember? Uh, yeah, he's he's eighty now. He looks yeah, pretty good. Yeah, for but being that uh, old. I, I honestly like the, the idea that the Joker literally had a knife to the throat of the man in third in line in presidential succession is uh, uh, crazy. He says some stuff about things. He will be absent from the reboot, The Batman, unfortunately. But I think that is very cool. Well, come on, it's got a yeah. Batman. Uh, no, he he really does look like a. Uh, a scowling old out of touch politician so it does fit although the idea of this guy loving Batman kind of warms my heart a little more that is the news for right now that's my news good news although sad news good 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 news good but sad I mean it's sad if you're I don't know I don't know if you can check the stats and see how much of a uh, Taliban presence we have in our in our listenership but it it would be sad well I it's always sad when people die doing smart mm, intellectual yes. things, regardless of their political views and religious beliefs. I mean, if you're having a bomb making class, you'd like to think you've taken every precaution to make sure it doesn't blow up and kill everyone in class. Because I have a feeling your reviews on, you know, bombmakingclassreview.com will probably take a hit. Um, so you probably want to have safety first, but hey. We established that. <laughs> it's a good meetings. way to make sure you get no so. bad reviews, though. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a bad review if no <laughs> one's there to review it. So they're like, this this bomb making class has got to be really good. Why is that, Bob? Well, because there's no reviews, good or bad, about it. It must just be perfect. It must be just what we need to make a bomb. You go there. Where is it? Well, All clearly, I see is a pile of rubble everywhere. Where this ad, where Google says it should be. Clearly, like, it's a good course. On? The bomb worked. They do it there clearly. <laughs> clearly. There you go. Write the review on bombmakingclassreviews.com. Ethan, we're at the middle of the show. You know what that Is means, that, boss? Uh, the random geographic location time. Yeah, and the weather and unqualified advice. Or as Brad said in a previous show we recorded tonight, qualified advice. He's putting a lot of pressure on us. We're calling it that. I will say this. Ethan, as a fervent listener and supporter of this show, you realize that I always do one story, maybe two. Brad does. I do not do six. I do. I do segments. Trying to steal the spotlight. Listen, 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 listen. Your last last little segment about third in line of presidential succession was like seven minutes. With a little little tidbit of of, have you guys seen? Have you seen? The listeners have seen this, I'm sure. Monty well, Python's meaning of life. You can bite into it. Sometimes it's those nasty ass plain ones with the dope. You, you know, you know the big fat guy in meaning yeah. of life, Monty Python's meaning of life, and he's so full. He's like, I'm stuffed. Couldn't eat another bite. And the uh, John Cleese's characters, yes, but it's a waffle thin mint. A waffle. Just gotta stuff more and more in. You just gotta keep <laughs> stuff in this show so full, Brad. One day your mint will be like that bomb making class, and we'll maybe, still have another episode. Maybe hitting us a with a later. gourmet meal, but sometimes all Ethan maybe maybe Ethan just wanted a couple of timbits. I can't speak for him. maybe he wanted an ass steak. I'm not positive, but well, we've established what his first meal when you two live <laughs> together are gonna be. Random geographical location. Are yeah. we ready? Yeah. All right, we're traveling over to Larrick is the main town and port of the Shetland Islands in Scotland. Shetland's only burr. Larrick has a population of about 7,000 residents in 2010. 
centered 123,000, oh, that's wrong, centered 123 miles or 200 kilometers off the north coast of the Scottish mainland and on the east coast of the Shetland mainland, Larrick lies 211 miles north by northeast of Aberdeen. 222 miles west of the similar sheltered port of Bergen in Norway and 228 miles southeast of Torshavn in the Faroe Islands. It is both the most northerly and most easterly town in Scotland. One of the UK's coastal weather stations is situated here. Larrick is a name with roots in Old Norse and its local descendant Norn, which was spoken in Shetland until mid-19th century. The name Larrick means Bay of Clay. The corresponding Norwegian name is Lirvik. Lir meaning clay and Vik meaning bay or inlet. There you go. Larrick, Scotland. On the Shetland Islands, islands where Shetland ponies come from. Check it out. If you get a chance to go to Scotland and can afford like 14 hours of travel to get there. Huh. I, I have never been to Scotland Talk. and I have never thought of going to Scotland. But if I was going but now to go you to have. Scotland... I feel like out of all the places in Scotland I could go to, that would probably be one of them that I would be more inclined to go to than not go to. So I want to say I've learned something today. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to fly to like London, then from London to Aberdeen or or Inverness. Most likely Aberdeen's more busy to go to those northern islands, even north of Scotland. But yeah, Shetland, Shetland Islands. Yeah. It's pretty flat, kind of little hills, but not very big. Check it out. And if you're from there, message us and let us know what it's like living in Larrick. Weather. Over to the weather desk for weather. Ethan, could you please sing Baby, I'm Your Weatherman from Groundhog Day? Just as sort of my my uh, my my cue in. As a cross show plug. Brad, could you, could you sing real quick for me? So okay, I can so real quick before you sing it, I will sing. Uh, baby, I'm your uh, weatherman. But this is not my cue, right? I'm just going to just to okay. show you the lyrics, okay? Uh, prediction show, a steady low. Thanks for the intro, Brad. Now you let's get on just, to the no, weather with me, your weatherman. Stop. This is my weather. Oh. Predi- no, I'm telling you the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, well, you sang them in. You gave him the weather. Prediction song. show. That's steady low. low. You're feeling just, the, just same. the same. Seasons come, come and seasons and go. go. I'll make you smile, smile again. again. Okay, this is the good part. If no, you don't if believe you me, believe take me by the hand. hand. Can't you Can't feel, you feel warm enough? And I'm your weatherman. Do I sing from the beginning? Yeah. Alright. Uh, we have no more time. On to unqualified advice. Here we go with unqualified advice. To your left, you will see. Prediction show. That's, no, we're not saying. <laughs> 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 the left. Okay. The weather forecast for today. I predict a heavy, heavy, heavy downpour of salty flames and tears. So watch out for that. Also, I would also like to predict. I'm one cute as shit dude walking around town because I'm feeling it right now. That's another prediction. Prediction number three. Um, dude, it's nice outside. Like, it's just nice. It's just nice, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's just nice. And prediction number four of your weather. I, You know what? Honestly, I feel like it's a little cruel to ask me to do a weather forecast after my weatherman-related experiences that I've suffered from this past month. So, until the end of Groundhog Month, I'm going to actually refrain from doing the weather as just the just the thought and sight of weathermen um, kind of brings me back to a, to a dark place that I've not yet left yet. Um, but definitely watch out for those flames fan tears. They're, they come a-pouring. Thank you. That was an accurate and informative weather report. I appreciate it. Brad. Thank you. Ethan, Ethan thoughts on his weather um, ability? I mean, I think he's 100% accurate up through well, 26 episodes. Well, 24. If it weren't for the fact that he's I am on the other side of the country, I would say that his weather is probably accurate to where you are. But if we take a look at like the weather in Bolivia, uh, for example, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think his his predictions are gonna stand the test of time. That's just my opinion. 
Well, the 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 flame tears, the, the flames fan tears. Those <laughs> are still that tired. is true. After that all, like, let's be honest. As my as my very wise mother, um, uh, uh, quite succinctly put, um, if you cheer for the flames, you're probably rocking rocking one of those subway kids meals. Anyways, unqualified <laughs> advice. Let's hit it. Let's do unqualified advice. All right, are you both ready to answer this tough, hard hitting question? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We get a question sent to us from someone who has a name that I will not say on this show. But he or she, well, I'm assuming it's a he who has an immature childish name like that. That's offensive and rude uh, to multiple people and ways of life. Ask this hard-heading question. Have you ever cried when you ran out of milk? Not spilt milk, ran out of milk. Have I, I don't like milk, if I'm being honest. I'm not a milk guy. Ethan is super anti-milk. I have had to hear so many anti-milk rants from. I could have literally. I just don't like the taste of milk. If I'm being honest, it's like cloudy water. That. Ethan, you're telling you're telling me this. You're like one of those people who don't want cows to be from cows. So if there was a program that let you lactate, I would not drink it. Did you know? Fun fun biology fact, actually. Uh, Lactose intolerance is the standard genetic like trait for humans to have after like the kind of the baby period we're supposed to become lactose intolerant but because of a bunch of stupid dutch people like way back a long time ago they spread their stupid lactose tolerance genetics to to everybody else because those europeans can't just stay in their own country they have to go spreading everywhere and now everybody's drinking milk you know it's really funny First of all, you just turned milk into your state on anti-immigration. But I am directly from Dutch, <laughs> from the Dutch. Like, that's that's honestly funny because I'm a huge milk aficionado. That explains why I dislike you so much. And I can trust that. You clearly enjoy uh, my mashed up food uh, uh, inside your mouth <laughs> with sour with sour cream on it, which is a yeah, milk product. Uh, all right, Brad, Brad, have you ever cried when I you have, ran Well, it milk? depends. Have I cried? No, but have I gone into a state of, of, of almost rage at my dry cereal? Um, yes, I have. And if I'm being honest, there's times when I've spilt bowls of cereal in my bed, and there were no tears, but I I was on the verge. I'm, I'm a man enough to admit that. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, there'll be tears if you spill oh, it now on your new pillowcase. I promise there will be no fluids of any of every any kind or any color permeating Nicolas Cage's pristine sequined face. Um, I sure would um, hope so. It helps that Ethan's in uh, another province. It kind of helps me keep that vow. Um, that will keep Nicolas Cage oh, very far away from him. I'm scared if I do ever end up living with him, though, because uh. Nicolas Cage is obviously going to be a, a prime um, feature in the decor of my future living quarters. You know, I will say, this is my stance on milk, okay? People who are lactose intolerant think they're so special. They think that not being able to have milk is so... They're not quite as bad as the gluten people. um, But I will say, they think they're so much better than ever. I mean, you heard it. If you listen to our top five, uh, 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 Cheryl's a great example of one of those people who just, Oh, I can't eat gluten. I'm so much more special than everybody else. It's the same thing with the people with lactose intolerance. Like, they're so self-obsessed with their inability to consume the the product of a cow's udders. And I think, Ethan, I find it very hypocritical of your statement, as you've been documented and proven several times to have a very, 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 very severe breast milk fetish. And I will not stand for you. It's true. It's true. It's been a talking point of contention for a long time. I could literally bring up screenshots of him mentioning it. No, we're we're good because that's an expose. I mean, expose is the news, news sort of. That is actually not true. I will file yeah, but... a libel suit against you, Brad, personally for spreading these false accusations against me. Why would you do that to a perfectly nice suit? Be- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: I've never cried over running out of milk. But when you make, you're craving a bowl of cereal and you pour the bowl and you open the fridge and there's no milk, that is the most angrily replaced back 
in the package of cereal you'll ever see. So, yeah, it's almost cry-worthy. But I am lactose intolerant, but I still drink milk. I'll deal with the shits later I just, because I, just I love looked, milk. I just looked into my WhatsApp <laughs> messages and searched up the word breast milk. And here's a sentence from Ethan Williams. It actually has nothing to do with it, but he goes, I'm sure... I'm sure there's a large market for sexually repressed Catholics with breast milk fetishes, but um, I'm trying to remember the context of that. I think that was that because I, you said there was the person on Facebook selling yeah. the rosaries made out of breast milk. Yeah, there was someone like really like like nearby. Um, she may even listen to this. I don't know. She on the buy-in, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this. That's weird, dude. I'm not even gonna pretend it's not. Literally. She's been like making like jewelry out of her breast milk. Like she like mixes it Essentially with Essentially like, just cheese. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here in well, I think it's like like I think she lives in a, on, on a farm nearby. Or, or they were well, she must be close to she's not selling breast milk rosaries, breast milk like like all sorts of jewelry. Um and uh, I, I just, I cannot understand, first of all, okay, maybe if you're doing some arts and crafts stuff, I guess, but the people that buy it, that's really what I have the problem with. Like, where did you get, where, how would you discover you have what? this talent and this passion in the first place? Were you just like, <laughs> Ethan, I think we have a special assignment for yeah. Brad to do some We want you to, to write a story on this and come back to us with the report. Uh, well, I, I, I'm just saying. Well, you seem rather rather knowledgeable about this. I've never seen I've it. I've not so, been looking uh, for breast milk. Ro- but I'm just saying, like, I'm wondering if you pray, like, a hail breast milk Mary or something <laughs> like that, as you can call it. Um, I wonder if maybe, maybe. maybe that's sort of a, 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 a direct line of communication with God as you were sort of um, uh, sucking at the teat of his spiritual milk. <laughs> Oh, all right, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a joke out there. This, this, nuts. The, it used to be. You need you know, a cue for this. You're just gonna smart, go straight. Like I, I was saying. I'm just going straight, straight because we're running out of time. So, so this woman, who's not the smartest woman in the world, you know, she's kind of um, um, gullible in that. She goes, sees a friend walking down the street. She goes, Oh, hey, Sally, how come you have such nice? skin it's always so nice looking and sally goes that's because i always take a bath in milk once a week and she goes well how do you get that much milk and she goes i just go to the dairy farm out of town and i ask the farmer for some milk and he gives me enough milk for a bath of milk so it's not super bright you know i don't want to do the stereotype before my wife's blonde and she's smart my daughter is blonde she's smart so it's not hair color based it's just a, you know some people men and women aren't as bright as others so this woman, she goes out to the farmer and says, hey, farmer, I'd like to buy some milk. And he goes, how much? And she goes, enough to take a bath in. And he says, pasteurized. And she goes, no, just up to my boobies. Um, that being said, the Texas Department of Public Safety said an Amber Alert that was issued for the cursed doll Chucky from Child's Play <laughs> you know, just pretend that was you a test just say that, that was accidentally sent out. The Amber Alert message that was sent out to the subscribers of the Texas Alert System three times on Friday describes the suspect. Chucky is wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored striped long sleeve shirt and says he was last seen wielding a huge kitchen knife. Chucky was suspected of abducting Glenn Ray, the cursed doll's son, from the film Seed of Chucky. The alert included photos of both movie characters. The Texas Department of Safety said the fake Amber Alert was set up as a system test and was never meant to be seen by the public. This was actually a test we were running on the development server and it accidentally went out. Medina said DPS would like to apologize for the inconvenience. So no, Chucky was not missing. There was not an actual yeah. need. First of for all, an first Amber of all, Alert. Pastors, uh, that's very funny. Pasteurized? No, up to my boobies. Come on. Very, Come on. Very, that's very a good, good wholesome milk joke. I, I thought that it wrapped did. up the whole milk thing before you and Ethan came to punches and never moved in together and had ass steak together there'll be no consumption of breast milk on the property i'm just gonna i'm just gonna pop that out there it, whether it be in... brad your 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 comments about right, chucky, chucky doll, doll. well as i was here. saying about chucky doll just no breast milk in the property ethan just don't even don't even bring it anyways chucky doll no i i i've always thought that like the amber alert thing um 
I had this idea for a sketch that's like really bad and it's probably like bad taste. But I thought it'd be really funny if like somebody was trying to like get somebody's attention. So they like put out an Amber Alert on them. I don't know how you'd make it funny, but. Um... <laughs> yeah, Amber Alerts usually aren't funny. <laughs> no, I'm aware of that. I am not significantly the, entertained maybe, by maybe, this missing maybe, child. Maybe it's the father in me of eight humans. One who's an adult now, but eight. I have seven children. Amber Alert systems are made to be messed with. They're made to be taken seriously. And I think the minute you start, you know, Amber Alerting Chucky dolls or, hey, I love Sally, so I'm going to say I'm missing and last seen falling in love with Sally and she'll come looking. I just don't think there's a non you know, way to do it unless you add milk somewhere in there. Unless you create like an Amber Alert cereal, then it is not appropriate. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Amber Alert cereal. Have you seen Brad Sonnenberg? Last year he's feeding ass steak and milk to his friend. That is actually very not true. I do not appreciate that statement. Last last scene, going to the dairy farm to get milk for a bath and ask for it to be past his eyes. Uh, uh, Ethan, thoughts on Chucky being a being, being think... an Amber Alert subject or recipient or what is it? What are you when you're put on the Amber Alert list? Are you a, a victim? subject recipient? Are you... <laughs> victim? <laughs> oh, thank you. That makes more sense. Uh, I apologize. It is a useful tool and has helped bring home a lot of children to their moms and dads so texas is a wacky place man i'm telling you texas is like yeah alabama of the united states (laughs) they just keep these and i would expect Uh, nothing less than a chucky doll amber alert from them honestly it's 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 reassuring to know that even in these difficult harrowing times that texas is still absolutely insane you know the whole uh, i'll share a little texas special with you and then we should wrap this up um you know the whole power situation going on there it's rough Mm -hmm. uh a ted cruz tweet that resurfaced that i thought was very funny uh, is this, I seen is this, this one, your man. last news story? Yeah, Ethan might have seen this one. A direct tweet from Ted Cruz. Um, I will believe in global warming when Texas freezes over. Ethan <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cruz. So, so basically, it's Ted. Uh, yes, but you shouldn't. Have you seen that video of Ted Cruz eating a booger? <laughs> <laughs> He just eats his own booger on stage. I would expect nothing less. Or, or even better. Just one, we just had a rally. And someone puts out a picture of Ted Cruz. And it's like, hey, Ted, look at this. So it's a picture of Ted Cruz. Ted looks, they flip the sign over, and it's a picture of Kevin Malone from The Office. <laughs> and he looks so sad. <laughs> Is Ted Cruz not the one who tried to? Yep, he went to Cancun. Get out of Texas when everything went so. Yeah, and he's like, no, I was just getting my family there safe, but I packed. He's like, oh shoot, guys, actually, it was kind of just my daughters were like, hey, we should probably go on a vacation today, and I was like, ah, oh, I guess we should probably go. Yeah, in the middle in of the pandemic, middle of the while pandemic, Texas is like people are like freezing to death. He was like, yeah, I guess my daughters really wanted to go on yeah. vacation, so what am I gonna do? It's not like I'm the parent or anything. I just gotta, question, you don't do what they say. My question is, so he literally was just on a vacation. How is he already back out and about on the street? Shouldn't he be like following the quarantine period that was like legally mandated by the government? He's Brad, a- Brad, Brad, you're trying to apply logic and common sense to <laughs> Ted Cruz, a man who eats his own boogers. Come on. <laughs> or any. Or, yeah, or I mean, any what do you expect? Let's call a spade a spade here. It doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum they're on. They live in a completely different world. They do. That is not in touch with reality. That's my my hot take of the day. Like our wannabe much like, emperor. Much like in the Calgary Flames. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all, all I'll say about Ted Cruz tweeting as we end the show on that is anybody who's a politician, anybody who's a sports athlete, celebrity, Twitter is a dangerous place for those people, man. <laughs> it's, it's, 
And the second you become famous, you should delete your Twitter account and find the Twitter headquarters. And I don't know why these people gravitate towards it. Like, why would you because want everything you say, every aspect of your life to be like broadcasted to people so you can be criticized so harshly? No. Like, yeah, it would have to be the most generic stuff. Like today, the local food bank is doing a food yeah. drive at co-op. That's it. That's all you could tweet. It's just somebody would dislike co-op for some off. reason. <laughs> Their co-op charged me four ninety nine for my. T- the Cotton Co-op stands for communism. <laughs> yeah, like anyway, yeah, Brad. I know you're famous, and you you do the challenges. I don't touch. Tw- I don't uh, have a tweet. I have like two tweets on my account. I I do have a Twitter account back from when I was like thirteen, and I will tell you if I ever come close to actual fame i will burn that thing to the ground go hey if you want to cancel me in the future now's your chance to hunt that down i'm not quite sure what's on there but what about azerbaijan if they think Azer- you're, well, you're yeah, I, I, you know what but i don't i don't know azerbaijan can't go in you know what i think you know what i think I think, think that no, um, I don't know what you think. we can what all agree. Think? If you drink breast milk and make breast milk rosaries, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> clearly, clearly, there's a market. There were no comments. It's a comment. How, if you want to buy it, there were no comments. Well, Brad, think about this. Let, let, let's do this, Brad, quickly. You are an avid fan of no, you know, like okay. Okay. breast milk like rosaries. Clear. Are you are you really gonna comment? Hey, hey Sue, I'll be at your post in ten minutes for six of those breast milk rosaries. Cause you know, being the famous newscaster and and uh, podcaster on many different podcast shows, that someone would pick up on that and Brad, use it against you. So you're gonna stay hush hush. As a man who just bought a sequin Nicolas Cage pillow, I don't think you can criticize weird niche markets. Okay. It's a very, very cool pillow. Okay. <laughs> think of how funny this would be. I'm gonna hit you with a hypothetical. Okay. You are at my place, and there's yeah. a sexy red sequin pillow. And you're like, wow, that's a cool pillow. You touch it, and you're playing with the sequins. And wait, that's a different color. Wait a minute, is that a is that an eye? Wait a minute, and you slowly excavate. This is creepy. That's where I stop. That's where I'm like, first off, I'm in some psychotic's bedroom in the basement of a house in Vegreville, Alberta, where most people won't even know how to spell Vegreville. They'll end up calling it Beggarville. Like there's a bunch of beggars living in shanties and I'm going to die. <laughs> Just That's as they find the pillow, the I, see I whip out the breast milk rosary. <laughs> hey. Ah, pray, pray to your breast milk gods. It has. It's been a show. I believe it's been it's it's been too long, and this is what happens when we we don't do a regular regularly scheduled show. We end up not even on the rails. Did you see that footage of that train in Texas that went completely off the off the tracks and slid down the icy highway? That's, that's it's a metaphor that for is life. Us. We are more specifically this part. We gotta get. Right we gotta get. Yeah, you know what? Part of the beauty of it is it's chaos. But I would suggest, um, in order to get back on the rails, maybe we should be praying a few more hail dairies. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I'm out. I gotta go. I did. I did. I did. I. That is the title uh, of the podcast. Hail dairy. He did not. And Brad didn't sing us out. He's been singing us out. Oh, he, he left he us, on, us on a good one. A pretty he good punny pun. He, he may have <laughs> one-upped my pasteurized uh, joke, but either way, Brad, hey, thanks for doing the show, Brad. Hey, no problem, Nels. Ethan, you're the that best. Was, he said that. We, oh, have well, that's that. Nice of Brad we have that. We have that on, that. on record, yeah. That's on record forever. <laughs> Yeah, so you can remind him tomorrow when you're recording your guys' awesome Groundhog podcast, Month. which is on called Spotify what and wherever you get your podcasts. Groundhog. Exactly. Also, check out Ethan and Brad on yes. our top five. Whether you like it or not, they've been on a few of those episodes. And, and Nels Nelson Audio Dramas and Brad Nels What's News. This has been. Oh, thank you, Ethan, me. by the way, as I sign off. It's always fun to have you on. Um, whether or not you help Brad encourage Brad or discourage him either way it's all good fun and remember your hail dairies tonight 
Make sure you say oh, 10 yeah. of them at least to atone for this show. And um, I'll go <laughs> fill my tub up pasteurized. Thanks for having me. But thank you as always for being on. Appreciate it. And this has been Brad Nell's What's News, where we give you the news you didn't know you needed to. No. <laughs> hey, you're the first person to actually finish that. Usually, usually no one does, and they think <laughs> I've like dropped the call or something. So, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, share it with seven of your friends because at least six of them will share it with seven more. So, thank you very much. It's science, it's proven. I, I can just tell you that's science, that's stats. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Take care, all the best. Stay safe, don't drink and drive. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Brad Nell's What's News, where we give you the news you didn't know you needed to know. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to let us know. You can go on Twitter and go to at Audio Nell's and leave a comment there about this show and check out other shows that we produce and put out there in the podcast universe. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Brad Nell's What's News. Give us a like. And put a comment there. Maybe you have a question for unqualified advice that you'd want us to answer on a show. So feel free to do that. So once again, follow us on Twitter and give us a like on Facebook. And thank you for listening to Brad Nell's What's News.